Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and I want to share with you 10 ways plus a bonus to disrupt your own personal brand. To scale your personal brand. To ensure that you're maximizing your reach and your revenue, your impact and your income. How the world of personal brand has changed. How you can be more like um, Elon Musk. Tesla is by 400% the highest market cap car company in the world, yet it's been going since, what, 2003? Yet Toyota is one quarter of the market cap where it creates, I don't know, 10, 20, 50 times more cars, and it's been going since 1937 because Elon Musk has a personal brand. Do you know who the head of Toyota or Volkswagen or Porsche is? No. Do you know who the head of Tesla is? Yes. So Elon Musk has built a very, very powerful personal brand. All of his media and PR done through Twitter. The world has changed. Um, So I'm going to share with you 10 ways plus a bonus of disrupting your personal brand. So number one is you need to get clear on how you want to be known. Now, you can do this as an exercise now as you watch or listen to me, or you can do it afterwards. But make sure you freaking do it. But are you clear on how you want to be known? So um, I'm developing my brand beyond disruptive. What do you think of the neon sign? So I, I want to be known to help people start and scale their business and create better financial knowledge. I want to help people around business and money and finance and um, understanding and creating wealth. I want to help people know more, make more and give more money. I'm really clear about that. I've been doing that for nearly 15 years in various vehicles. And now we're moving and evolving my brand to be very money focused. Some people have been saying, oh, Rob, what's all this money posts you've been doing? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm more clear on my brand. And the more clear you are on how you want to be known and what niche you serve or what vision you have locally, nationally, globally, the more identity you have, the more people go to you. You are the go to person for it. You are known for it. This is very important. Number two, then, is you need to be on all the main media platforms. I'm actually currently doing a Zoom mastermind to about 114 of my best clients. Exactly 114 are on right now. I'm also going live in the disruptive entrepreneur community. Sorry, I don't do as many lives as I should in the disruptive entrepreneur community. I'm also recording a podcast episode. So I'm on Facebook, Disruptive Entrepreneur Group, my page. I just did a live there. I'm on Zoom. I'm on podcast. Um, I'll be able to put... um, this uh, content piece on YouTube and Instagram and uh, I'll be able to do stories for Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook and TikToks and Reels. Are you doing Clubhouse Fireside Green Room? Are you yet verified so you can be in audio rooms on Facebook? Are you putting content on TikTok and on Reels? Are you posting on Twitter and LinkedIn? You need to be on all the main platforms, at least set up, if not always posting regularly. Um, because people do use different channels. They do. Uh, They don't all use the same one. So you're only reaching a certain amount of people on one channel. And you know, you used to be able to go viral or really master one channel. It doesn't really work anymore. I look at all the big influencers. They're all on all channels. They're all creating omnipresence. Okay, number three then, uh, ways to disrupt your own personal brand, is you need to post on-brand content 80% plus of the time. Too many people either doing only branded content and nothing personal or too much random shit about, you know, their life and what they're eating for dinner and where they're going and not enough about what their business and their brand is. So I would say 80% of your posts should be on brand. 
which links back to number one is, are you clear on how you want to be known? What is your brand? Who is your target market? Who is your ideal client profile? So four posts in every five, eight posts in every 10, 80 posts in every 100. Okay, number four on ways to disrupt your own personal brand is you need to ask your audience regularly what they want. So on the Zoom Mastermind and here on the Facebook Live, let me know in the comments, what would you like me to share the most? What content would you like me to deliver? If I could share content with you that would make the biggest difference to you, what would it be? Let me know in the comments. Let's have a look. Because most of you are my ideal client. You know, you are the kind of person that buys my products and services and gets used from my content. So you can be specific and tactical or you can be generic and, um, you know, sort of, I was going to say vague, but that's not the wrong word. You can be like, um, so for example, Priscilla said, what's happening right now in business? That's quite general. Some people say, you know, how do I get 5,000 followers on a social media platform? Or how do I turn on um, Facebook supporters? So let me know in the comments right now, all of you, I can see you all. You think I can't see you? I can see you. Put in the comments. Um, so for example, Gemma said, how to create endless amounts of valuable content, a system for doing that. How to not be a puppet, how to continue to inspire, how to survive the pandemic. So how to run the numbers of my business when it gets running so I can really track shit. Um, by shit, I think they mean things. How to get verified on social channels. Exactly. So now what I've done is started to ask my audience uh, what kind of content you want. And so really, um, property strategy for beginners. How can you systemize to remove yourself from the day to day? Uh, this is probably now seven or eight different pieces of content that you fed to me that I need to feed back to you. If you fed it to me, that means you want it. If I feed it back to you, that means you get what you want from me. Uh, and that can be a virtuous cycle of one, creating more content when you get a bit dry. Two, making sure that your content is on brand and you're answering the needs, the wants, the pleasures and pains of your ideal clients. And three, they're most more, much more likely to buy stuff. If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. from you if your content is on point with what they want. It's called crowdsourcing. It's not that hard. Um, simple, not simple, because not enough people do it. Number five, then, on 10 ways to disrupt your personal brand with a bonus one at the end. Um, repurposing your content for omnipresence and leverage. Now, my guys on the Zoom mastermind here have heard me say this two or three times, so I don't want to labor it. I'm going to have to be super quick. Um, but essentially, you need to be creating content simultaneously. Um, so the best way to do that is to go live on a channel and make sure that you get the recording of the live. So I'm here live on the Disruptive Entrepreneur. And then when I finish that um, recording, I can download it to my phone in HD, which means I have the live for the Disruptive Entrepreneur community on Facebook. And it means I have the, the, the original video footage in HD form. And that video footage can go to 
um, YouTube, and it can get cut up for TikToks and Reels and LinkedIn and Instagram, etc. Then, of course, I can take the audio from it. The audio would be not bad. The audio is better on, you can see on the video, my sort of home podcast setup. So then I've got podcast and I'm actually live on Zoom as well. So I've got live, video, audio, and then the only, the only other format is written. And then if you get it transcribed, you've got the written format. This could, you know, 10 ways to disrupt your personal brand would be a good blog. Okay, number six, then ways to disrupt your personal brand is to start joint venturing and collabing with um, influencers and content creators and people either in your niche who are well known or in other niches where it's sort of complementary. You can interview people and you can infiltrate their following or you can do a collaboration with people of equal following size where, um, you know, you might, for example, they might interview you and then you might reciprocate and interview them. Or you might do a joint episode together and then publish it on both of your channels. So you start with people who are your size or a bit above, and then you go up and up and up the food chain until you go to people who are much bigger because you're, you're well known for interviewing or collaborating or you've just got a half decent following. So there's always new levels of that and you get more reach. So there's always someone you can reach out to. There's always someone with a few more followers than you or twice the followers of you. Um, someone with 10 times the followers of me would still collab with me because my following is still good and they would still get extra benefit and reach from that. And also, if they're not in the entrepreneur space, they might go, oh, yeah, I want to get more entrepreneurs to follow me. Like Jordan Peterson, we talked about entrepreneurship and he had tens of thousands more entrepreneurs that followed him after our piece of content that we did together. And JVing and collaborating and interviewing is great leverage because ultimately you can, someone else can come up with the content. You don't have to come up with the content. Um, and it's fun. It's fun to work with people and, you know, collab and vibe and riff and all that kind of stuff. Okay, number seven then on disrupting your personal brand is innovating and disrupting your content and your value to your communities. So that would be number one, embracing all the new social media channels. Um, I'm told now that Facebook are going to do reels. Facebook are also launching audio rooms in the UK. Clubhouse was a brand new audio platform a year or so ago. So you start testing these new platforms. Do you have a Telegram? Do you have WhatsApp groups? Um, do you have a Discord? Do you do webinars? Do you do Zooms? What's the way in which you can communicate with your clients in a way that engages them or the way that they like to use? How can you make your memes more visually appealing? How can you make your content more viral? Continually test stuff, disrupt stuff, innovate stuff, try stuff. Um, one, so you stop the fatigue. You know, same content, same time, same day, same man. You know, if you do the same thing over and over... Um, but also it's, it's interesting for you as well as being interesting and engaging for them. Okay, this is a big one, number eight. You see me do this a lot. Um, if you follow me on my Facebook page, make sure you do, by the way. My Facebook page is at Rob Moore Progressive, not my Disruptive Entrepreneur Community, but my actual Facebook page, at Rob Moore Progressive. Make sure you're following me there. Um, I'll put it in the comments. No, I won't. At Rob Moore Progressive. Reason being is I do at least four pieces of content a week, which I call newsjacking. And newsjacking is content in the media that's in the news um, that I can leverage as content in my chosen niche. So, for example, there's a BBC article on 50 shops a day closing down, which is perfect content into my progressive property community. 8,700 shops shut this year already um, in the first six months, I think, actually. 
Uh, I did content on when South Park did their $900 million deal or when Cristiano Ronaldo signed for Man U and the commercials behind that or when Scotland were proposing a four-day work week um, or when England were proposing four or five less bank holidays or when Boris is proposing increased national insurance to pay for social care. All of this stuff, all of this content, it's in the media. Everyone's talking about it in my niche of business and money. I can leverage the energy, the passion, the anger of that content that's already existing in the media and your content will go way more viral. You'll get way more comments. You'll get way more shares. It'll often be way more interesting. Um, uh, and I've been doing that a lot recently and you might have seen me pop. I, I did a rant on the pingdemic and I got nearly a million views in three days and then we had to shut the, the post down for various reasons. One of them being that I had a pop at the government and the government are back in a £12 million loan for one of our property projects. So Mark's like, you've just had the pop at the government there and they're back in a £12 million loan that we're getting. You need to fucking turn off that video. I said, it's got a million views. He said, I don't fucking care. It's a £12 million loan. I said, all right, Mark, you're the boss. So I turned the video off. <laughs> yeah, my first viral sensation. Got to turn it off. Oh, it's not bad. So how do you do this? It's actually really easy. Every morning, check the news. Every morning, check the, check the trends on Google Trends and Twitter Trends. Job done. Just check it in your niche. Check it in the mainstream media and then check it in your niche. Because you might be able to link mainstream big news to your niche. And by the way, don't be a gimmicky. There's quite a lot of people that just comment on political and social shit, which is nothing really to do with their niche. They're just doing it to get cheap views. I don't like doing that. Do it with something that you can bridge in and make relevant to your niche. Okay, number nine. This is really important in ways to build and disrupt your personal brand. You need to build your own database. So, for example, at robmore.com forward slash MMM, as in make more money. robmore.com forward slash MMM. Remember that song? MMM. robmore.com forward slash MMM. I've got loads of stuff I give away there for people completely for free and I never sell. So I've got over 200 um, content pieces on money, interviewing 15 odd billionaires. Uh, I've, I'm writing a book called Increase Your Fees With Ease. You'll get that free. Um, I've got a piece of content a week on YouTube videos or blogs or articles I write for the media. I wrote a column for Woman Magazine in uh, covering for Martin Lewis, the money saving expert. And I share all of that if you just go to robmore.com forward slash MMM. That's robmore.com forward slash MMM. And what you do there is you just go onto my database, you get one email a week and you get um, sent some of the content up front. So that's an example of me building my database through doing a podcast or doing a, a Facebook uh, live video. Why would I do that if you're already listening to my podcast or already following me on Facebook? Well, what if Facebook cancel me? What if the reach is rubbish? Um, you know, what if I stop my podcast or what if my podcast reach goes down and down and down? I don't own the data. I don't, I can't contact you on Facebook unless it's through Facebook. Can't privately contact you through podcasts unless it's on the podcast. Whereas in my email database, I've got control over uh, contacting you. So you definitely need to build your own database. And if you want to um, get all that value by joining mine, go to robmore.com forward slash M M M. Next then is you need accountability, mother trucker. You need accountability, mother fluffer. When all is said and done, more is said than done. And I think people get complacent. I think they get lazy. I think they let themselves off the hook. I think it doesn't matter if you just choose not to do it now in the moment. Um, whereas if you have accountability, a coach, a mentor, 
Um, you know, if you are committed to an action, you're very specific on your goals and vision. You've got a business partner. You've invested in courses and mentoring and programs and masterminds and you've got financial buy-in. You need to create accountability because when all is said and done, more is said than done. To know and not to do is not to know. So just have a think about how you're creating accountability and if you are. And if you're letting yourself off the hook, it means you're not. And if you're the only person that you have to rely on, then you haven't got accountability. Because who's the easiest person to lie to? Oh, yeah. You. Not your wife. You. All right. And then finally, I just covered this on the Zoom Mastermind in quite a lot of detail. So I'm going to be super quick. You want to be clear on who you want to piss off. You might have noticed I'm pissing a few more people off recently. That just means I have the courage to be disliked. That just means I'm being a more bold, free, expressive version of who I am. Um, and the ultimate freedom is having the courage to be disliked in the pursuit of building your personal brand and being your true, authentic self. Uh, and, um, you know, for example, I am quite clear that I want to help. I, I am pro-capitalism and, you know, I, I believe in the entrepreneurial dream and I believe in helping people start and scale their business and getting better financial knowledge and creation and economy and enterprise and, you know, wealth as a concept that everyone can attain. And that's who I want to please. So who do I want to piss off? Communists, socialists, Marxists, you know, victims, moaners, complainers, haters. I want to fucking piss you off. If you're any of those, I'm coming for you. You better watch your back. I'm coming for you. Now, some of you I'll turn around and some of you will hate me so hard. And that means my content is really good. Ah, be clear on who you want to piss off. The power of pissing people off. Now, don't go and be a twat for the sake of being a twat. But, you know, for the sake of your... For the sake of being clear and, in, and um, having congruence and integrity and authenticity and boldness and bravery in your niche, then, you know, if you want lovers, you need haters. If you want fans, you need critics. So a quick summary, the 11 plus one bonus way uh, to disrupt your personal brand. Number one, get clear on who and how you want to be known. Number two, set up on all the media platforms and content repurpose across them all. Number three, 80% of your content should be on brand. Number four, ask your audience what they want and give it to them through crowdsourcing. Number five, repurpose a lot of your content through omnipresence and repurposing like I am here doing live and do regularly. Number six, do joint ventures, collaborations and partnerships and interviews um, to grow your connections and collaborations and infiltrate their audiences and get reach and revenue, impact and income. Um, make sure you innovate your content all the time. The backdrops, the locations, the style, the length the channels that you put them on. Next then is to make sure you're newsjacking on relevant media to leverage that energy and emotion. Nine is build your own database as well as building your social media following. 10 is making sure you're fully accountable when all is said and done. More is said than done. Talk doesn't cook rice. And final, be clear on who you want to piss off and be brave and bold and courageous enough to be disliked and therefore accept that you're going to piss people off.